Well, a very blessed weekend. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. <laughs> I'm Pastor Mark Hogginson, a quarter hour of inspiration and information to help you through your day and even beyond. You can send me a tweet at Rev Hawk or send me an email at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Welcome to the program today. It's about Jesus as it is every time. I send it into heaven, coming back and loving you all the way through. From Acts chapter 1. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Wow. So he will indeed be coming with the clouds. And the scripture says that every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. Some will see him from the vantage point of faith, others from the vantage point of fear or lack of faith. At any rate, thank God today that he does not rate your salvation. Thank him that those heavenly portals are open, not because of anything that you have done, but because of everything that God has already accomplished through his precious, blessed, and only son. So, yeah, he's coming back. Nobody knows when. But you don't have to worry about it because he's not coming back to check your merits. All the merits were in him. So he's not checking you. He's coming back lovingly to get you. Could be soon. It could be later. But he will come quickly, that's for sure. Indeed, the scripture is true. As lightning flashes from the east to the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. His coming is that sure. And you can be completely secure in the absolute fact of his return. The Bible says, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. Wow. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Appreciate you tuning in. Your Bible encourager verse, Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. The word abound, it means you have the kind of hope that leaps. It's a leaping hope. It leaps up and over obstacles and situations which seek to bring you down. And I know you've got them. I do too. And uh, that leaping hope, it gives you the power through the Lord's precious word to bring you up out of yourself and into him, into Christ by faith. He's with you. Get into him through his blessed and holy word. Get out of him that leaping hope. The Apostle Paul once wrote these words, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. Yeah, the absolute certainty of Christ's return gives you a complete hope. The Bible says, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, 
At the last trumpet, the dead will be raised. Please notice what what it says. The dead will be raised. Your hope in Christ is for sure. It will happen. Paul goes on to write, The mortal will put on immortality, and we, that is, those who are still alive, will be changed. That means you and I get a glorified body. There are no maybes, if ands, or buts about it. When God makes a promise, he keeps it. Jesus said, He who lives and believes in me shall never die. That's a promise. That word never is absolute. There are no maybes or ifs or ands in the word never. Those words of Jesus are worth clinging to when all else in your life seems bad and wrong. Yeah, you can cling to his promise and get just enough encouragement to be able to keep going. Indeed, clinging to the words of Jesus affects how you view your life. It affects how you relate to other people. Consider these words also from the inspired pen of the Apostle Paul. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. I mean, if Jesus Christ, who is God, welcomes you a sinner, then you a sinner can welcome another sinner. The arguments from the greater to the less there. I mean, it'd be pretty hard to not welcome another sinner when God, who is perfect and holy, welcomes you who are not perfect and holy (laughs) through the merits of Christ Jesus alone. Despite any differences that you may have had with another individual in the past, no matter, because it is the love of Jesus Christ and for him that unites you and me together, no matter what has occurred in the past. You've heard that campfire song. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. That's how it is with God's love. You'll want to pass it on. Yeah, indeed, the desire to pass on Christ's love to another person does not come from within, but it does come from him, from Christ, through his blessed and holy word. In Hebrews 13, 1, it says, let brotherly love continue. Mm, Yeah, when you continue to go to the Lord's word, you get Christ's love. And you know what? You're going to be impacted by it. It's so enormous. It's so immense when you reflect on what God has done for you in Christ, that he became you on the cross. That's so enormous. That love then has a way of spilling on over to other people with whom you come into contact from day to day. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Appreciate you tuning in. If you'd like to contact me, send me a tweet at RevHawk or an email at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Well, consider these words, please, from the book of Acts. Now when they, namely the highest Jewish council, the Sanhedrin, saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and common men, they were astonished and they took note that they had been with Jesus. How about you today? Can you honestly say that you have been with Jesus? 
that you have reflected upon his holy word, that you have gone to him in prayer to thank him. He's real, you know. He's true man and true God at the same time. He had to be both in order to accomplish your salvation. So when you communicate with him, you know that he knows. He's been there. He's done that, yet without sin. Indeed, in Jesus Christ, you have a friend who sticks closer to you than a brother or any other, for that matter. He's the one who once issued this beautiful invitation. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Of course he will. He has loved you to the point of death. He's coming back someday to retrieve what's rightfully his, namely you. And you know what? You are rightfully his, indeed, through his shed blood. He wants you to come to him and talk with him in prayer. His investment in you is forever. Consider what it says in the book of James about the prayer of faith. James writes, the prayer of a righteous person, that is a person of faith, has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. And then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. While prayer is not a means of grace, nevertheless, prayer gets your heavenly Father's attention. Especially fervent prayers. I mean, the scriptures even indicate that his ears are bent in your direction. That means that the Lord is already in a position to receive your prayers. So why not express to your heavenly Father your innermost desires and your thanksgivings to him? Because he's already in a position of listening. Well, while you may not be able to, as you pray, to get it to rain on earth or not to rain on earth, uh, your heavenly Father still hears you. His will will be accomplished eventually, his way in his time. I mean, he couldn't know you better. You think he doesn't know your needs? You think he doesn't know all about you? Of course he does. He made you. He made you. Therefore, he knows all about you. You are his by creation. And he redeemed you as well, so you are his twice. How about that? So there's no question about it. He's going to hear you when you call out to him. You're listening to Moments of Assurance. Hey, did you know that in Tibet and Mongolia, people use prayer wheels, wheels inscribed with prayers which they deem efficacious when the wheel is turned? One who stands at the wheel and turns and turns for a long time, that person is regarded as a man of prayer. Take care lest your prayers and mine become mechanical or a vain repetition of words, a grinding of just so many words. Don't merely just say your prayers, but pray them from your heart, from your innermost being. Okay, that's what it's all about. G.S. Bowies once wrote, a holy boldness, a chastened familiarity is the true spirit of right prayer. It was said of Martin Luther that when he prayed, it was with as much reverence as if he were praying to an infinite God, with as much familiarity 
as if he were speaking to his nearest friend. Get near to God today through his blessed word and sacraments. Once you're there, you're not going to want to leave. I say with the psalmist, O Lord, I love the habitation of your house, the place where your glory dwells. Here's something for you to consider this blessed day that the Lord has put together for you and for me. Our soul, says Augustine, was created by and exists for God and is therefore never quiet until it rests in God. It is with a person's soul as with Noah's dove in the deluge. The dove, after it left the ark, found no rest for the sole of its foot in the world till it returned to the place from which it had come. So there is no sure rest for the fallen soul in the world until it returns to him from whom it came. Hey, go every day home to the message that saves. That's going home. Uh, it's a powerful message. It reminds you that heaven is your true home and uh, that you get there, not depending on your own merits, but on the God-man of Calvary, whom you will see someday. That's a given. And indeed, you are forgiven through his merits. So please go home constantly throughout the day to his holy word for refreshment and strength of the Lord's personal love and care for you. Jesus once said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Cling to those words of Jesus today. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Appreciate you tuning in to Moments of Assurance Weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God's richest blessings have a wonderful week ahead. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.